You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. We are back with Real Presence Live here on Friday, the first Friday after Ash Wednesday, the first Friday of Lent. And we have with us, I oh, but before I go into that, I'm Roxanne Solonen with... Doreen Canelli. <laughs> Welcome we, back. <laughs> we have had all live guests this morning at our live location at the Delta Hotels in Fargo as we're getting ready to promote, we are promoting the Redeemed Women's Conference, the Trusted Sister Conference that we've been so uh, greatly anticipating. And we have with us Dr. Kenneth Flanagan from Redeemed Grace Counseling, which is a newer position for you, right? Right. Um, in addition to being associate professor of social work at the University of North Dakota, I'm also doing a uh, um, small practice within um, Redeem Consul- Grace Counseling, and so um, being able to put some of those skills of counseling that I teach in the classroom um, into the um, actual practice of it. Right. Well, <laughs> welcome, to our, uh, welcome to our. Welcome to our. There's going to be a lot of women here, and you're going to yeah. be outnumbered <laughs> yes. here tonight. So you're a brave soul to enter this space. Amen. <laughs> but we're all brothers and sisters in the Lord. Absolutely. So I'm amongst and, friends. <laughs> and our men bring us a perspective that we need to hear too. You know, one of the things Doreen and I, I keep mentioning this this conference or retreat that we were at last weekend. Um, one of the talks brought up the 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 brokenness sometimes with with God the Father that can happen. Mm -hmm. And um, as we're trying to heal and and form these other relationships, that can be a stumbling block. Mm -hmm. And we've we've mentioned that God will be present here. Um, So, you know, I'm sure that's one one thing that you have had, that you have to have in mind as you're doing your outreach and and, um, trying to provide that healing that Jesus wants to give all of us. I don't know if you want to speak to that yeah, exactly. aspect. Exactly. You know, we, we, we use these terms such as God as Father. And, you know, we have an image, of, we have an experience of fatherhood as children. And depending how that went and what that was for us going through that, um, oftentimes impacts our spiritual life because we're a faith of relationships. And it's the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So our whole understanding of faith and experience of faith is rooted in relationships and that's shared with us and so these relationships are very human although they also transcend and so when we speak about father sometimes we do need some healing of those memories that impacted us negatively in terms of how we view men how we view how we view father and fatherhood and sometimes we have to go through a process of renewal and transformation in order to get the right understanding of the perfect Father who is God our Father. So it can be a journey in terms of being a trusted sister, a trusted mm-hmm. mother, a trusted grandmother, a trusted wife. There's, there's a, It's not so simple always to just enter into that. There's a journey that you have to go through. And almost an order to relationships, too, it, it sounds like, you know, that starting with that essential relationship of the father and his children. And then, like you said, making sure we're in the right relationship, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. we understand Mm -hmm. the dynamics and the hierarchy of those relationships. Mm -hmm. God is God is father versus son or daughter. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) And understanding. Good reminder. (laughs) (laughs) That is one thing I've really become aware of 
is that we are still children before the Lord. Mm. And I think when I tap into that, it's very powerful. And it brings you back to that primal relationship. And I think sometimes we, we get grown up and we think, we think uh, that that changes and that we're not a, a little girl or a little boy anymore. But I think if we can come back to that place, because children are so receptive to mm-hmm. at least at the beginning, mm-hmm. right? And then things can happen and make us make that harder. But if we're able to go back to that primal relationship, I think we're going to be more receptive, right, to, to receiving that love. Because kids are so open to it and, and, and take it for granted. Right. And like you said, Jesus calls us to be like children. And that. thank you for sharing that, Roxanne, because that is so important to... I, I look at my own spiritual life and I think, when I was a child, I felt closest to the Father. And then Jesus became, you know, the closer relationship. And, and I desire so... Um, at this point in my life for a relationship with the Holy Spirit, but I'm also being drawn back to the Father, like mm-hmm. you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the same is true in our experience of mother and motherhood mm-hmm. and how that impacts then our, relationship, our relationships. And, um, you know, it's so interesting, you know, we as Catholics have uh, an appreciation of the role of Mary in salvation mm-hmm. history. Uh, we have that devotion and understanding of her love and her intercession and her being present among us. And even those that are not of the Catholic faith, um, maybe a Protestant denomination or that, that struggles a bit with sometimes our understanding of Mary, they oftentimes have shared with me that they do have a devotion to Mary, that, that sense of the mother. Wow. Who is the mother we all desire to have. Mm-hmm. And so our earthly mothers can attempt to be the fullness of that but we all fall short and that mary becomes then that mother that just like god who is father and is perfect mother um mary actually is that allows us to repair some of those relationships with Mm. women with our own mothers with our sisters gives us a new perspective and i think this whole area of parenthood Mm -hmm. being father being mother is um, being so challenged now in our society. Mm-hmm. And I think it's impacting then people's ability to grow spiritually because they don't have that reference point mm-hmm. of God as Father, Mary, and the the idea of relationships. I remember a number of years teaching a class um, when I was in Indiana, and I was teaching a family therapy class, and a woman so honestly said that I do not understand what the role of a father would be in a family. And was oh, being very sincere sure. in that. But she had no markers, no experience of that. And so it was hard for her to see, well, why would we need to talk about family as including a man? And so I think, you know, that's becoming much more prevalent um, in our day and age. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's impacting then our ability to grow spiritually, to understand a spiritual life, especially since our faith, the Christian faith, is so rooted in these relationships. It's not mm-hmm. something apart from relationships. Wow. Do you have any recommendations for how a person would um, deepen her relationship with Mary as mother? Do you, do you recommend, you know, certain practices or devotions or? You know, I think in many ways it's um, 
like we grow in our relationship with Jesus, it starts as some type of personal connection and experience of that, which then devotions and that become very meaningful because mm. it's the outgrowth of that encounter. Mm -hmm. You know, our Holy Father talks about encountering mm -hmm. other people and then accompanying them. Well, we have to do the same with God as Father, Jesus as brother, Mary as mother. We have to ask for the ability to enter into a personal relationship with Mary, much like we do with Jesus. And mm -hmm. then out of that process, we start that devotional aspect, which actually reinforces then that personal mm -hmm. encounter mm -hmm. and allows us to grow and for the fruit of that to, to grow within us. But it starts mm -hmm. with that personal encounter. And sometimes I think a good starting point is think about your relationship with your own mother and where maybe that was challenging. And then begin to ask Mary <laughs> to right. intercede and be part of the healing process of that. As and you're talking, I'm thinking about something that where it became personal for me, and that is that my paternal grandmother died when my father was 19 years old, and so I never got to meet her, and her name was Mary. Mm -hmm. And I think, I just, I, I always like kind of pictured her somewhere up there, and I think that led me to, even though I had a love, I have a lovely mom, um, have a have a, a relationship with, with Mary. Not only was my grandma named Mary, so I sensed Mary through her, and, I, and I've learned since that she was very devoted and, and was very Marian, you know, and mm -hmm. so, but I just, it just occurred to me as you were talking that that was, that was personal kind of naturally, and so mm -hmm. that makes sense. Great example. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just thought of it as you're talking. <laughs> Another thing, I talked to you um, for a newspaper article, and, and one of the things, and I'm still, I've thought about it since then, is how you were saying that every relationship, friendship included, should lead to uh, us to God. It, it's not a closed situation. And, and maybe I had an awareness of that, but you helped me like really kind of think about that more. Do you want to just speak briefly to yeah, that? You know, all of our relationships are basically rooted in Trinity. So it's rooted in, it, and they are an outgrowth of that Trinitarian relationship between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And one of the dimensions of that relationship is that it's life-giving. Mm -hmm. And so all relationships, if they're of the Lord and they're fulfilling the Lord's purpose, are going to be life-giving to other people, starting with in our families, in our marriages. The more closed in we become, the more we die. And our, li our relationships become rather lifeless. But the more we give and are open to that, the more life-giving, just like the Trinity has shared their life with us, they will do that for all eternity. There is no end to that. Our relationships are supposed to have a dimension of moving outward. And mm. so I think that's very important. And I think um, as I look at the scriptures, um, and I'll be talking about this tomorrow during my presentation, is that with women um, and sisterly relationships, there's this prophetic dimension to it. <laughs> oh, so. And so that women's relationships should have this prophetic aspect mm. um, to it and be that life-giving force. And as I think about that, one of the reasons I think this is more pronounced maybe with women than men is I do think that the experience, the ability to carry and birth children <laughs> gives women an experience that sort of propels them 
outward. Mm. <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if we began to look at pregnancy as a prophetic witness, as a prophetic statement? When we see a pregnant woman, that woman's making a prophetic statement before us. There's new life coming. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a new life among us. There's going to be a new voice, a new opportunity. And Beautiful. that women have an integral part of that. We as men have to be integrated into that experience. Mm-hmm. Women experience it more naturally. And I think this is what propels women to be the prophetesses that oftentimes they've been in Scripture and in our own day of announcing things that mm-hmm. are to come. Wow. Well, we want to hear more about that after the break. We're going to take a little break, but stay tuned, and we'll be back with Kenneth Flanagan on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Roxanne Solonen, and I'm here with the lovely co-host here, <laughs> Doreen Canelli. We're having a, a, a profound conversation, actually. Um, we're getting ready for the Redeemed Women's Conference, Trusted Sisters, and we have Dr. Kenneth Flanagan, who's one of the speakers from Redeemed Grace Counseling, and he has just offered a... Uh, like I said, a profound visual of women as prophets, just through the very act of carrying a child in her womb, she announces 
new life and Christ because mm-hmm. right I mean God is is the life giver the life bearer as well and and then Mary bring that in there you know it's just like yep. wow we have such <laughs> a rich faith so you you were going to talk to us about a little bit about um, your opening tomorrow and how you're going to kind of help have us reset. So so why don't you go ahead and share? Well, I'm going to be um, presenting right after lunch, which is always <laughs> a <laughs> challenging um, time. So, um, But the title of my presentation is, Who Do You Say That I Am? The Spiritual and Psychological Aspects of Relationships, Particularly Sister Relationships in the Lord. And so as I was thinking about that, it, I was aware of also the context that we're dealing with coming out of a pandemic where relationships have taken a battering uh, because of social distancing, anxiety, those type of things, Um, as well as now with the economy and the war in Ukraine and so many things uh, really challenging us and challenging our relationships and our faith, that um, I take heart with the words of um, Pope Francis, who says this time should be a time in which we reset. And I think the fact that we're meeting so early in Lent, mm-hmm. the Lenten season is a time of resetting our relationship with God through prayer, with ourselves through fasting and other penitential practices, and with others through almsgiving and connectedness. So my encouragement is that uh, the women attending the conference use this time to sort into motion or to s- activate into motion this idea of a reset regarding our relationships, particularly with our sisters in the Lord, and looking to our sisters for support as we move through these um, rather challenging times. Um, the other thing is, you know, the Holy Father has announced the Holy Year in 2025, um, and the theme he has chosen uh, is Pilgrims of Hope. And what he says is that we, as people of faith, need to fan into flame the hope that we have for the world and for its future. And so this time is also a time of preparing for that longer um, holy year a few years out. But I think the reality is we're going to be in this transition for a while. And now is the time to sort of reset our priorities, reset our relationships, renew our faith, and fan into flame the hope that motivates us to move forward. Since you brought up the word reset, I'm just going to say, I know there's like a negative connotation of the great reset out there. Mm -hmm. And I love, (laughs) what I love about it is that Mm -hmm. you're kind of reclaiming that here and Mm -hmm. saying, you know what, actually the one who's really in charge (laughs) is the one that we need to focus on with (laughs) our (laughs) own reset and and just that spiritual awakening. And and, and that's all good, even though there's a lot of unknowns and uncertainty and fears, we can rely on the, the true the true one that is truly in charge here mm-hmm. and, and let him reset us and only him, right? Right. Yes. And those relationships that we have with our sisters in the Lord can propel us, encourage us, and move us. And that's really the purpose of these relationships. It's to move us mm-hmm. <laughs> and align our life with God's will and using other people to help us become aware of what that will might be. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important that we know we're not alone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the great fear in our hearts is that we would be alone, that, that we would be abandoned. That, and I think those fears, at least and even in my life, have like resurfaced during this time of isolation mm-hmm. and uncertainty and disease and all the things going on. And that's been my prayer, that I would just know and be assured of God's abiding presence. 
And I think that's probably another thing that we we need to know that we are not alone. And of course, that happens through relationship too, and just being in the company of, of one another and and rejoicing, mm-hmm. celebrating. Right. Like uh, our our faith life should be filled with joy, no matter what's going on in the world. And to so to tap back mm-hmm. into that celebratory aspect of of life, right? So I think it's a real opportunity to reset, to celebrate, like you mentioned, and to really grow. And one of the things that I've sort of felt in in talking with other people, other people are feeling it, that this Lent is different for us. There's like a deeper aspect in experience that we're being called to than in previous years where we sort of go through the motions, we sort of make our promises, and then we sort of move on. But I think the situations we find ourselves dealing with now We're being called to go out into the deep, as St. John Paul II said. And I get the sense that this Lent is that opportunity to go deeper in our experience of faith, to deal with the challenges that we face. You know, I, um, I, I totally agree with you. And I think one thing for me was um, when the Pope invited the world to offer all of our um, fasting and prayers for the situation in Ukraine um, and for world peace. Um, I know there's something very wonderful and uniting about just being in Lent with other Catholics and on Ash Wednesday, seeing other people with the ashes on their foreheads. But when he called us together for that, I think it really contributed to that awareness yeah. that we are not alone. We're we're in this together and God is, is with us in it. And he is our Father. He is our loving Father. Yes. And we are his... We are his redeemed children. We are his daughters, mm-hmm. and, and, and we can rely on his, his love. Well, here we are. It, it's, we're getting close here, and we're, we we're buzzing around. People are still getting ready here. Go to the FargoDiocese.net website if you don't have all the information for the Redeemed Women's Conference Trusted Sister. And we are looking forward to a beautiful weekend, and we thank you for joining us today to, to reflect on it. And we ask for your prayers, and again, we will pr- keep you in prayer as well. Have a wonderful weekend. This is Roxanne Solonen with Doreen Canelli, and I echo everything that Roxanne just said. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Thank Flanagan, you. Glad for being with us. Thank you. Glad to be here us. this morning and looking forward to the conference. I think it will be great. Yes. <laughs> We're looking forward to the, the males that will join us. And, yeah. <laughs> the brave males. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Therese, what do you have for us coming up? Preview of the next show. Yeah. Thank you, Roxanne. So the next Real Presence Live is Monday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Brandon Clark and John Clark are your hosts coming to you live from the Fargo studio. They'll discuss contrition and how we express it with Father John Paul Gardner from the Diocese of Bismarck. And Father Tom Noblack from the Diocese of New Ulm will share about how we can find joy in the midst of turmoil. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Monday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. All right. Thank you, Therese. We so appreciate your guidance today and keeping us on track here at the Delta. Uh, so, Doreen, what, 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 what is your role going to be here in this, these next couple days? I don't really have you just get to a particular role. I get to enjoy um, the work I did was kind of pre-conference mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. And so, yep, I'm looking forward to just soaking it in and, and then hopefully 
not building a dam and letting it out <laughs> when I um, encounter others. So, well, I'll yeah. be helping Marissa man the or woman the <laughs> the Slido, and so wow. I'm getting the comments and stuff. So I'll I'll be watching for your uh, interaction with with our Slido, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be an interesting and wonderful conference. I'm it really is looking forward to it. Uh, so. A true blessing. I I just love how you emphasize both of you that this is a great way to begin our Lenten journey. Absolutely. And, you know, and, so. and we need others to, to do that. It's you know we like do. the resources and stuff because we're just we're just journeying through this mm-hmm. and and we we can help each other out. Yep, it's easy to stray and get lost. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thank you again for being with us, everyone. God bless your weekend, and we will be back on Monday. So looking forward to that. Take care. God bless, and we'll see you hopefully at the Redeemed Women's Conference this weekend. Amen. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.